I remember when we first talked about doing a podcast, I was kind of like, well, where do we start? Then I reached out to a friend who had been doing it and he referred me to Anchor. So first thing I was like, it's free? And he was like, yeah, it's free. And then the second thing I realized that you don't have to have a recording studio. You can do the podcast from anywhere that you want. Uh, they have all kinds of creation tools and you can record, you can edit, and you can do it all from either your phone or your computer. But one of the best, best things for me was when it came to distribution. I was really worried about that, but Anchor actually distributes to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a bunch of other places, so it makes it super, super easy for you. Plus, you can make money. You don't have to have a minimum amount of listeners, and it's just kind of like having everything that you need for a podcast all in one place. Welcome, everybody, to the official, finally, We've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. The official podcast of Half and Half. Why is it Half and Half? Funny you should ask. Um, well, for me, the reason why I wanted to come up with it, which is what I've told you, you and I have always... Let's let's backstory a little bit. Okay. And I'm, cause I, Let me tell it better because you always say, oh, I've known this guy for a while. <laughs> okay. We've been together forever. We've been best friends since we were 16. Mm-hmm. Not going to say how old we are now, but we've been together a long time. 16? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was 16. We had just turned 16. Yeah. And um, we said it before on, on, other, on one of the first videos that we did together. We're exactly alike, but we're also very different. And the thing that you and I always have is every time I send you something, you absolutely hate it. And every time you send me something, I hate it. And that's when you came up with half and half. We're always half and half either. I love it, I hate it, or you hate it, you love it. So it's kind of like how I'm fat and you're in shape. <laughs> and then every once in a while, I'll get, in, I'll get into shape, and then you're like, man, I'm losing it. Yeah. That's why I tell you, you need to take two years off so I can get back in shape. There's times when I've weighed myself, and if I look down and I gain two, three pounds... I just look up and go, that son of a bitch is probably dropping weight. And I'll text you, are you losing weight? Dude, I lost like five pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that's kind of always been our thing is that we balance each other out. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm, a, I'm a true believer that like, I know it's going to sound cheesy, but like the universe balances itself out. Well, yeah. You know, like they say, and I'm probably getting this completely wrong because I'm not a quantum physicist, but like they say that... The theory is, is that your reaction affects something across the universe. That makes sense. Like, so for every reaction that happens in the universe, it's affecting something else across the other side right. of the universe. Right. But I think our universe has just kind of collided, so it's like, yeah, it's right here. Yeah. You're white. I'm brown. See what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, I think, and I think it's funny too because <coughs> we we love so much of the same stuff, but yet. We hate so much of the same. Like when you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's literally when I when I get amped up about something and I'm like, man, but I won't send it to you right away. I'll pace the room for a little while and I'm like, should I send it? I don't want him to put me down. I know he's gonna fucking hate it. Ah, fuck him. I'm gonna send it anyway. And sure as shit, two minutes in, ugh, Adrian, I absolutely hate this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think it goes back to, I mean, like they say, even in relationships, opposites attract. And so, but what's weird is that, like, 
if you're too opposite of each other, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. So there's right. got to be like that that middle ground, you <clears throat> yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think we have that, and I think we, yeah, we cover it, and I think that's why. Um, and it's a band called Corn. <laughs> <laughs> why you got to ring up old shit? <laughs> <clears throat> so, something I wanted to talk about. Let's. You've already done a video on it, right? But dude, you just quit your job. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been four days. <laughs> four days. <clears throat> you yeah. just quit your job. And for everybody who doesn't know, let's just let's backtrack a little bit. I'm pretty sure people have seen your video. But we started a guitar company a year and a half ago. Sorry, don't mind me. I'm taking my supplements. <laughs> <laughs> we started our guitar, our guitar company a year and a half ago. Right? It's been a year and a half? Uh-huh. Something like that. And it all started with your brother. I don't think... Wait, wait, hold on. Before you continue, this is like semi on purpose. Because it drives me crazy. (laughs) But it makes me hungry at the same time. First of all, I hate having these conversations without coffee. I have to have coffee. So my whole thing is is that I have to have coffee, but I like my teeth. Yes. So I always have to follow it up with some water. Now, I'm the type of person that when I drink and Adrian knows this, I have to chew the ice. All so I've been the time. trying really hard not to chew ice right now. But just do it. I'll do it right now. I just have to take my supplements. All right. I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't know where I was at. I got lost. Oh, in that I lost slurp. my job. I oh mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't lose it. I quit. <clears throat> you quit your job. But the backstory is, we started our guitar company about a year and a half ago. Um. Again, you've put out a video on it before, but just to go back, your brother, actually, who's our third partner, tattoo artist, he came up with his own guitars, he threw some art on it, it inspired you, you showed me, it inspired me, voila, we have a guitar company, right? So, we we start pushing guitars, we've sold a few amazing guitars, by the way, Eric's art, to me, is like up there right he's the only person i've ever let tattoo me but um it's debatable <laughs> well you got the shit end of the stick you were the younger brother who i was the guinea pig yeah he had to practice so on. the idea was is that let me practice on you yeah and when i get good i'll cover it up which he has done but do you know how much it sucks to walk around for like a decade with shitty tattoos that little demon and that little pizza looking thing you had yeah <laughs> So, um, so yeah, the guitar the guitar company is actually picking up, right? We're getting steam. People are understanding what we're doing. We are actually currently working on our own body, right? For people who don't know what that means, you look at a Les Paul, you know it's a Les Paul or a Gibson, right? You look at a Fender, you know it's a Fender. Our goal is to, um, you look at our guitars, you're going to know it's a Nevermore guitar, right? It's our body. It's none like any other on the scene right so that's our goal we're on in that process now so most people would say you're a year and a half in and you quit your job yeah why there's a lot to it um other than the personal stuff i know i know what the personal stuff is and i know that had something to do with yeah it. but um, you and i had a conversation and you did tell me that <clears throat> the company has kind of helped you go down that that road yeah right? i mean I think it kind of goes back to, well, first, you know, I'm fortunate that I made some good investments. Mm-hmm. Um, so a few years back, you know, I was 
I've always I'm always that person that I believe in like I see the big picture yeah. and I'm all about taking big risks yeah. and so um, making good investments and setting myself up to where I'm able to say like I could take a year off or two years off and live mm -hmm. off of those investments that helped because I think if it weren't for that I don't think I would have done it right. um, <clears throat> but really ultimately I'm just kind of like a firm believer that like life is way too short and um, spending each day in and out doing a 30 to 40 minute commute going to this job that you know I, I liked what I did yeah. and but I think I was like kind of fooling myself <clears throat> you know what I mean like <clears throat> like I said before I loved teaching but when you get into the administrative side and you become the boss right all the back work the things yeah. behind the scenes yeah, yeah yeah and then and then <clears throat> adults are like super unappreciative too and you know what I mean and yeah. so when you you think you're gonna go in and you're gonna make a difference and you think you're gonna like you're all like for me I'm all about equity yeah. like I'm talking about like politically in the workplace in a relationship to me it's all about equity everything except our relationship well that's why it's 50-50 otherwise <laughs> it would be 55-45 but people are very unappreciative of you um, they don't see the back-end work that you do right. you know they they look at a boss as like you're just kicking back in your office drinking coffee and waiting to make them uh, mad or give them a bad review right or just not realizing that you work 12 hours <clears throat> 10 hours that you're uh, like honestly the last two years and this is no joke I probably took a lunch maybe five times in I, two years I, I believe it every time i call you after work yeah busy or and, and that's the other thing too is that like then you come home right and you know the 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 american dream so to speak is that you 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 work your way up and you earn a good paycheck and then you come home and then you get to enjoy the like fruits of your labor but what they forget to tell you is that when you come home you're so dead tired yeah that your family ends up getting the worst of you right and especially your best friend <laughs> and it's like it's like well for example where does my money go well like this is a great example of where my money goes ask me the last time i actually got to sit in here and work on a song probably just as many times as i freaking ate lunch in the last two years and yeah. that's because it's just sitting here because i'm just too darn exhausted right. to do anything yeah so then when you go into the mix the guitars now that extra time that you have is spent doing the guitars and trying to make this business successful and then you reach a point where you hit a plateau which is i think where i got where it's like okay like we're able to make this this much supply um but we need to do more and and in order to do more something's got to give and so what had to give in my case was my job yeah yeah you know and, and yeah and it's still not going to be where we want it to be but it's it's the natural progression in terms of right. the next step right and here's the thing though as you said it's not going to be there right now right but I've told you I'm super appreciative. I know why you're doing it, what you're doing. And the goal is for me to do it next, right? That's the goal. You sacrifice, you did what you needed to do to push well, our, our company let's a little Let's talk a little further. bit about, do you want to talk about what you do for a living? <clears throat> oh, man. I do. 
I do. You want to talk about people unappreciative. You know people think that they turn on their light and electricity magically shows up, right? There's people back behind the scenes. It doesn't? Uh, no, let me tell you. Well, let's, let's backtrack a little. So you were able to do that, right? You're able to, to take that risk because you have degrees. You have two master's degrees. You've got college degrees. you got all this stuff, right? So you quit your job Wednesday. Let's say in two months' time, you get tired of it. Well, you can apply for a teacher job, and you're probably going to get it. You can apply for a higher position in, in um, schooling, and you're probably going to get it. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I have an amazing job, right? I, I make great, great money, right? I make, I make money, you know, people who have college degrees don't mm-hmm. even make what I make. Mm-hmm. The thing about my job is, though, is that it's not one of those jobs that you up and leave and say, oh, you know what? My side hustle didn't work. I'm going to go apply again, right? So what I do is I, I'm, I'm a power plant operator, senior operator at a power plant here in El Paso. So without all the boring hoopla and all the science behind it, I generate the power that shows up to buildings, that shows up to your house. Like, I make this happen, right? It's a crazy job. It's crazy dangerous. It's crazy stressful right you got i have to keep the lights on i mess up you all lose electricity right but so because of that you took that leap first right so i can't really say oh i'm gonna follow suit i want to but we have to have that foundation for me me to be able to do it you don't walk away from this kind of money and you don't walk away from this type of job now what i do not everybody can do it right so I, I honestly, what I do, I can work anywhere in the world with the knowledge that I have. Because there's not a lot of people that do what we do, right? I can, there's jobs in Afghanistan. Power plant operators get jobs and offer jobs in Iraq and all these places for crazy money. I can work at any power plant in the world. But that's the thing. If I leave my job and this doesn't work out, yeah, I can get this job again. Yeah, I can make this money again. It's going to be in a different city. It's going to yeah. be in a different state. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I generate power, basically. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Because, <clears throat> I, to me, again, that's the goal, right? I can't wait to be able... that. It's Our lives for the past... Even even music has kind of taken... A side. A side yeah, but uh, on the side. A, a little yeah. bit, because my schedule is so crazy, right? I work nights, and then I'm days, and then it's overtime, and this, and that. So when we actually have time together, it's we gotta work on the guitars. We yeah. gotta finish the guitar. We gotta finish the guitar. Thing is, is that a lot of people don't realize that when people imagine starting a business, <coughs> their thought is like, "Oh, well." First of all, one of the biggest mistakes that people make is that they think because they're really good at something that they can replicate that into a business, right. and then they become the worker instead of the owner or the the you know the person that makes it happen. Typically, a business starts off as you're good at something, so you're going to go and reproduce it or replicate it or whatever you need to do, and then eventually you hand it off to the workers, right? right. But all that takes time, yeah. and it's like a slow progression. It's like, um, I mean, I think since day one, we were like, we're not going to make any money from this till for at least two to three years. Oh, Everything yeah. that we make goes right back into the business, right. and then that's even pulling out of our own salaries to continue to put into the business. Right. And, um, but that just goes back to like, 
the big picture, right? It's like people want. I think I think it's an American thing where people want things to happen overnight. People want to get oh, rich yeah. quick overnight, yeah, yeah. and people think that they can quit their jobs without a plan. Yeah. And and so my not that my plan to quit my job was it was planned out, but kind of was in a weird way. Yeah. Like I didn't. I knew eventually one day I would, I would quit. <clears throat> And I hate saying quit because it sounds like I'm a quitter. Yeah, you resigned. I, uh, you... I knew one day eventually I would resign. I just needed to know when the time was right. And and believe it or not, you know, just a few months ago, my my thought was, yeah, in a couple of years, even three years, like yeah. that was that was my thinking. But certain things happen even in the workplace itself that kind of push you to yeah kind of make yeah. that decision quicker and and granted i mean and if i would have waited another two to three years i could have been in even a better place uh, but at the same time too one thing i take into consideration is my own health like yes i'm not yeah. as healthy and fit as you however but yeah, right that that's such a weird that's such a weird misconception though right people always say that just because you work out does not mean you're healthy. Right. This body is riddled with stress, dude. Well, that's My what I was going to say. Yeah, like, when I, I'm talking more like mental health. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, which affects your physical health. Right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I've been doing this long enough, and for everybody, you know, who knows me well enough, duh, you and everybody, fitness is, like, up here with music and our guitar company, right? Like, working out is just, it's what, it's what I love to do. You know, I love training people. But the stress from my job, right? Because I work shift work. I work day. I work twelve-hour shifts, right? You know my schedule. It's crazy. I'm off, and then I'm on, and then I'm off, and then I'm off, and it it's crazy, right? But also the mental stress of literally knowing that I have millions of dollars of equipment at the tips of my fingers. I mess up. I can kill somebody. I can ruin millions of dollars of equipment. Power will go out. Like it's it's crazy. So the stress is. For 12 hours, I'm sitting there. What I do, it's like you, you can't take your eyes off of anything. Because if you do, and something happens, you don't catch it and fix it right away. Anything can happen. So you're the good-looking, fit version of Homer Simpson. I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. But <laughs> yes. There's more to it than just sitting there and... and you know. Oh my God, what do I do? <laughs> I'm just going to push this one right here. Yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah. yeah, I get it though. I get it though. The the, the stress of your job amidst the, the personal things. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and then and then like you and I are both people, people, people persons. I don't know. That, I don't know how you would say that. Like I'm a people person. Yeah. I love everybody until you give me a reason not to love you. See, and half and half. I just love everybody. Yeah, Even I know. You piss me off. I can. You're you're too nice. I'm a forgiver, man. You know, I feel everyone needs a second chance. I just but I don't have patience for drama and when you work in the environment like see you work around nothing but a bunch of dudes. And I've been in that before. I, I work maintenance and it's different. Like there's no drama. Actually like, you'd well, be surprised. Okay, but the drama's different though. It's mm. like um <clears throat> No, I guess you're right. I mean, Dude. when I was in maintenance, the drama was slightly different. Well, no, I take it back because... No, no you're right. Let me tell you something. Okay, I work with nothing but men, right? My mm -hmm. What I do, it's a uh, male-dominant field. Uh -huh. But... And I'm not, I'm not trying to be like... 
say anything bad about women or anything. No, I'm just, absolutely I'm not. just saying that. No, no, no. I'm calling it like I see it. Right, right, right. This is nothing to do with that. But men are just as bad. I walk into work and it's, pss, 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 did you hear about something? I'm like, what the hell? And then, oh, this guy's this and screw this guy and blah, blah. And that guy walks in and it's, hey, girl. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just well, you talking know, crap about this. It's dude. funny, though. It's like, I'm a, I, I love gossip. And the reason why I love gossip <laughs> is because actually, okay, so going back to my degree. So two of my master's degrees are in history, right? So I'm a big history buff. Believe it or not, gossip goes back to like, like the days of like tribes and shit. So a lot of people don't realize that in order to like determine if you're going to get your head cut off or to figure out what's going on within the tribe, who's saying what, gossip was like a survival um, strategy. So gossip still exists now. So it's like a survival strategy. It's trying to figure out who's saying what about you and then trying to like put information out there that maybe like might sabotage somebody. But I, I hate like, I love gossip, but I hate drama. Like, you know, I love to hear the gossip, right? <clears throat> right. I just don't like. Oh, no, right, like right. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I don't. When, yeah, I, when I, like, I hear the when I hear the hens chatting in the corner, I'm like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I love hearing it. I don't like adding to it. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Because if I say something to somebody, it's something that I don't mind turning around and saying directly to them. And, right. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean. I, I just, I think I'm an easy person to get along with. Are you? Are you? I don't know. I mean, do you think I'm an easy person to get along with? I mean, you're you, my brother, of course. Yeah. I mean, is are there times well, that like, I just want to beat the shit out of you? <clears throat> yeah, but I get over it really quick. But in the workplace, I'm the most level-headed, yeah, I'll calm. Give you a, yeah. Around like, other people, when you have to be, right? Right. And that person. No, you're very, I mean, everybody loves you. Everybody loves you, oh, right? I don't say everybody, but yeah. Well, okay. When people first meet you, they love you. Yeah. And then they yeah. make you mad and then... And then, but you know what? I honestly think, like, when it comes to the workplace, I feel like I'm I'm too nice. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's and it's because I don't like the drama that I'm nice. You know? Uh, I just, like, I'm like, hey, man, like, let's just do our job and let's mm-hmm. work together. Like, let's be a team. I'm not a... Like, I'm your boss, but I'm not above you. Like, I, when we walk out of this place, you're a person and I'm a person and it doesn't matter. But most people don't think that way they don't and and then um i hate to say it man but when sometimes you come across like that old school mentality of like the older folks out there and uh their vision is just not the same as yours and then so you deal with with people who think they know better um they might be wiser but they may not know better that's the difference right see i deal with the same thing so there's levels of what we do right there's what you call an outside guy. You have to go through all of them to get through what I went through is what I'm getting at, right? So, in terms of where I'm at, I'm one of, I am the highest position outside of a supervisor, right? I love it when you're the lowest position, oh. but whatever. <laughs> well, I know you do. <laughs> so, I'm the highest position outside of a super, supervisor, right? So, the guys below me, like I'm the control room operator. So, you're my outside guy, you're my inside guy. Some of the guys... On the, on the on the other positions, well, they're older than I am, and a lot of them don't like to take order from younger people, right. or you know, they've been in this business longer. They stepped away. Now they had to come back, and they were at one point where I was, and I'm like, hey, you need to go do this and that. I'm like, yeah, you need to. Go. I'm not. I'm not telling you because I'm bored. It's just like, an automatic wall. Yeah. 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 
And it's, it's like you said, the old school mentality. Some other guys came from other power plants. And all you ever hear is, well, at my power plant. And I'm like, well, this isn't your power plant. This is our power plant. Right. And this is what I need you to do right now. Right. Which is, and so going back to like talking about our business, <clears throat> one of the biggest things that excites me is the idea of expanding and getting our own employees. Yes. However, those kinds of things make me nervous about it because I know what it's like dealing with, like, for example, when I have employees, it's like, you know, I'm the boss, just respect me as the boss. Right. But at the end of the day, like I see you as an equal person. So we're going to work together. Right. Right. But even when you have that mentality, people still see you as the boss and they treat you. That's when you get the, the kiss asses and then you get, or you get the people that just don't like you. So they'll be nice to your face. And then, but the thing is, is I think with us and once we do get to that point, the one thing that really drew me in when you came to me and said, this is what I want to do. Do you want to be a part of it? It's the fact that I have my two brothers. You know, it's, you're my best friend. Eric's one of my best friends. We haven't even spoke about Eric. You know? Um, yeah. That That's what drew me in, right? So it's like we've said, we want that family life, right? And the good thing about you and I, like, like we said, half and half. That's why it's called half and half. I can separate that line, right? So I can be like, hey, man, don't worry about it. And... We're going to create that vibe, right? I don't think you have to worry about that. Right. Not to mention, Eric's been a business owner for a very long time. And I think him being with us is really going to help us shuffle through all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, already there, in Eric kind of clash in terms of his management style so a lot of people don't know this but we've actually already had some of our own hiccups which are good to me those are parts like it's like a relationship like if you don't argue especially in the beginning like how do you know each other and how can you work through to me it's all about um that productive struggle right 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 the conflict resolution it's like through conflict you push that conflict to the right. point where you come to a resolve. Right. And so... <clears throat> but that resolve was the other half to your half. Yeah. You guys were done. See, for everybody who doesn't know, I'm just an old school soul who likes to keep it funky, man. Right? Mm-hmm. Keep everybody at peace. You were gone. Eric was gone. Like, here I am like, dude, this business is about to implode and I don't know what to do. And I spoke to you about it. Yeah. Calm me down. Because that's what I'm good at doing with you. We got Eric involved, and but you're right. These things are going to happen. I don't know Eric's management style, right? I, you know, I've seen him at work when I'm when he's tattooing me or whatever. And I mean, I don't know what you're talking about, right? But in terms of boss-employee conflict, is he an asshole? I mean, I've heard stories, <laughs> but I'd rather have him here. To yeah, be able to I was going to say we can't talk about him yeah. here. But I'd rather have him here. Yeah. I mean, he's the whole reason we're here. Let's like just, he's let's he's just a great out bo- there. he's a great boss. Yeah, he is a good boss, and he's easy on the eyes. <clears throat> oh, he's my brother. I can't look at him that way. <laughs> <clears throat> he is a good boss. I'm not gonna say that. I I don't even think that it's like I'm trying to say like he's bad at what he does. He's not. He's good. I mean, he's like you said. He's been a business owner for a long time. He's yeah. been very successful. I think it's just it's different. Like he comes from a world where literally he could be like, if you don't like it, get the hell out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, you know yeah. what? Let's go fist fight. He's, like, one, he's one of the old school ta- tattooers. He came right. from that that hard school of hard knocks, if right. you will, in the tattooing world. Yeah. And I come from a place where it's like, you're messing up. We need to put you on an improvement plan. 
so here's this stack of documents that I filled out yeah. that we need to work on building you as a person because yeah. if not then we cannot renew your contract and it's just like so it's just two worlds colliding yeah. not that I want to be that way because I actually hate that I want to yeah. be more like Eric to be honest with you let's wait real but quick. at the same time go okay. ahead no no go ahead those pinkies were on fire go ahead <laughs> but at the same time it's like I think there has to be a little bit more of that professional there is I'm, I'm not saying that we're gonna walk around and Although I do want to fist fight employees, that would be great. Well, I'm te- that that's the point I was getting into, right? We are going to have some gloves. I don't think we can fight our employees, but we can fight each other. And I'm going to say, you know what? Strap up. You're pissing me off. So Adrian and I, <laughs> we've actually trained in the physical arts. Is that a thing? Physical sports? I don't know. I did boxing for a while. A little bit of jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. But Adrian did boxing for a while. A lot more jiu-jitsu, which... And he proved to me one day in the yeah he, he did an arm bar on me in the middle of the lawn one of my proudest moments and you squealed like a five-year-old <laughs> <laughs> yes i did a muay thai kickboxing for about three years i had a personal coach a friend of mine named duty he's in- incredible um boxing's been kind of like what i took on the most right i trained with tony escalante for a little while i did jujitsu but boxing is what i carried on through the most not in terms of um making it a career right like i right. i'm not a professional i'm not even an amateur but it's a part of my regimen right i have to throw boxing in my workout period when i train people i tell them you're going to bring boxing gloves because that's the core of what we do so that that brings me to another oh the camera just stopped on us technical difficulties here's the first one yeah all right so let's take a second all right so back to where we were what were we saying about uh oh you said something about boxing you're talking about boxing yeah but i was gonna actually bring up my next point is that it's funny because one thing that you and i have in common is that we've done a lot in terms of like people are like wait a minute so like you did boxing too and you're a musician and you did this and you did that and it's like well yeah man like like not to be mean but i'm sorry i'm not boring and like the type of person that just says this is going to be my life and this is my narrow path that i'm going to stick to and never like venture out beyond that i think you and i have always been the type of people where it's like we want to try new things. We yeah. want to explore stuff. It's yeah. like life is so short. It's like how much can we fit in? I mean, I'm more cautious than you are yeah. in that avenue. You yeah. Know? I'm a, I'm an introvert at heart. You know what I mean? But you you always manage to get me out of it and say, come on, man, do it. And I'm like, all right, fine, I guess. You know? Yeah. But like, because to me, that's, that's like living life, right? Yeah. Like life is all about how much can I learn? How much can I fit into my life? How much can I do? Um, like I used to think back when I was like when we were younger like in our teens in our early 20s like <clears throat> I would get a job and then I would quit it and then I'd get a job and then I'd quit it and everybody at the time like I felt like everybody was looking at me as like a, a failure or like a loser or, like but what it was is like hey you know I would like jump into something long enough to be like no nah, this isn't for me on to the next right. and that's how I figured out what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be in life like yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, like back in the day when we would tour and stuff, like I was, a, I worked for a temp agency, you mm-hmm. know, and it was yeah. like, 
I loved it because it was like every time we were in town, I got to take a job doing something that I've never done before. Right. I mean, granted, I pretty much hated most of them. But at the same way, I think that really helped me to figure out who I am, figure out what I like, um, and kind of guided me to where I am as opposed to like some people and, and, and no offense to some people because, you know, like my wife is one of these people where like, you know, you go to school, you know, and then you, you know, you graduate high school then you go to college and then you get into your career and then you stay in that career, which that's admirable. That's pretty cool. But I can't, that's not me. I yeah. have to like, Hey, let's try it. Yeah. At least I want to be able to say like, I tried it. Yeah, you, you like to dip your cute little toes into that water. Everything, everything. And then so when I talk about my past, or even our past, people right naturally are just like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So you did that, and you did that, and you... I'm trying to figure out this timeline of your life, and I'm like, there's a lot of detours. Yeah, let tell you. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to jobs, I, I'm just good at holding jobs, right? I'm, I get very complacent, right? very cozy and dude in 20 years i've had three jobs wow three jobs because i've held them all that long until i found the next yeah best thing right well the first job remember peridian they closed so i had to move on yeah we worked together two i worked with you at two of those jobs yeah and then i found this job and this is now a career right i can't call this a job this is a a career right right right? right. because this is what i do and it's what i'm gonna do until we can yeah you know yeah but i mean i don't necessarily even mean just like in the in the in terms of like job I yeah, mean, yeah just like in, in trying things and doing things in life and like trying to kind of like venture off the beaten path so to speak yeah um, and you know it's weird i'm i feel like that but my path I, you know i've always told you i'm the hippie of the three of us and i'm the Peace, love, and feeling, right? And my heart always goes back to music. Yeah, right. Music. Like, if I'm going to invest my time in anything or, like, really take that risk, I want it to be with our music. You know what I mean? I think... I'm a musician above fitness, above power plants, above... I'm a musician. That's what I was born to do. And I think that's ultimately, like, the basis for our relationship the basis for everything that we do is that aside from all those things that we've done and how many times we've gone off the beaten path the one thing that's remained consistent is our love for music right and that and that goes back to like you said you loved you want to just be able to say you tried everything right so me i'm cautious i think a lot before i do anything and every time i think about yeah i want to try this then i think about it and i think about it and i say "Mm, but if i have five hours of my time that it's valuable because of my schedule i'd rather spend it on music right i'd rather call paul and say hey man let's finish up our album or instead of putting it towards something that yeah i kind of want to do it right it sounds fun but i'd much rather just want to i want to write yeah i want to put our album out i want to do all the things we've set out to do we have so many musical projects in our mind i think if we were to sit down and really put pen to paper it'd be crazy yeah. We got the headdress thing. We got the Texas cutthroat thing. You know, we got some other surprise stuff in the in, in the works. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I think 
that's the dil- I don't want to say dilemma, but I think that's even kind of where we are now with the business. It's like because we get together a lot and we work on the guitars. Yeah. But then sometimes we're just like, okay, today let's not do guitars. Let's yeah. work on some music, and and I love it because either way they kind of they collide, they come together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, I get to be in a room with you. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I mean, back to the business, right? That's to me. That was the main topic of today's conversation. You being able to quit your job, yeah, for us, right? Right. Eric can say what he wants. I, I think it's for us, right? Like I know you did it for your own reasons and your personal reasons and whatnot. But for me, ultimately, you're gonna get us to that point where I can leave my job comfortably, right? Right. And we're gonna push it even further. Like to me, my goal for this business, and you know, I've always told you. I know it seems like I'm real quiet where you and Eric are back and forth and, you know, you guys have your side conversations. Um, my goal, like, I have NAM, the national whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. in my mind. Right. That's end goal for me. Right. I don't want to just put out a couple of guitars. No, I want to be asked to have our guitars at NAM. Right. I, that, to me, like, the next Gibson, the next Fender, like, granted, it's probably not going to be on that big of scale, but... I want to be a heavy hitter in the guitar world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when we get to that point, in my mind, when I see it, I'm going to know it's go time. Then I'm going to say, I'm quitting tomorrow. Yeah. When I see that guitar. And that's what's cool is that I I love the fact that our idea has never been to, like, be at that level of Gibson or Fender. Like, our, our goal is always to be able to... To compete in terms of quality, right? But like Gibson Fender, those they they make like a thousand <clears throat> guitars a day, and that's like not an exaggeration. And you know, they all look the same. Yeah, they all do the same. They all like. And our goal from day one was like, <clears throat> if we can make ten in a month, we can make twenty. Great, but that also adds to to me the the quality, the the fact that if you buy one of our guitars. Mm-hmm you're not like every person up the street that has the same right. guitar. We're not looking to be rich and famous guitar. It's like music, right? I've always said, I don't care if we're making millions or just enough to support my family. I To be able to sign a record contract, not that that's a thing these days, but to be able to tour and put out music and make good money from it. Right? Right. I, I view the guitars the same way. Right. As long as we can keep our families fed, we have a good living... As long as we're putting out quality product and people love it, that's all I want. Exactly. And and, and then that goes back into, um, I remember when I was just a teacher, um, there was this one teacher, she, she just retired and I got to, her and I, we went to a conference in Denver and, and she would always tell me, um, and, and, and I remember I, I kind of, not that I took offense, but I remember like when I told her I was thinking of moving up, mm-hmm. I, she told me, you know what? Are you truly passionate about it? And in my mind, I was like, yeah. Because, I mean, I really was. I was like, yeah. Were, yeah. I remember when you when you first got this position, you were totally amped about it. Like right, right. Were, yeah. But yeah. And then, but it made me realize, like, like her words were always, <clears throat> always resonated with me. Like, you got to be really, truly passionate about what you do. Otherwise, don't do it. And that's what I love about the guitars. That's what I love about music. It's truly, like... It's, it's ingrained in me like it's like I'm passionate about it like I've been a guitar player for 30 some years like naturally I should be making those you know yeah 
and so when I'm actually working on it, it's not work to me. It's it's fun. Like I just enjoy it, right. and uh, and yeah. I and I think that 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 really adds to kind of the the foundation of the business. Right. And going back to that, what you just said, wanting to, you've been a musician thirty years, and naturally you should just want to build guitars, right? Up until up until you told me about it, we had never had a conversation about let's build a guitar. Right. Let's, it is what it is. I mean, I worked at a guitar shop. I worked on guitars when I was younger. I was taught how to do all that stuff. But what I what I really want to get to is Eric. This started with Eric. Yeah. Right. He's an amazing artist. He's my favorite tattoo artist. He. Um, That's debatable. Again, you really guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, seeing his guitars seeing that artwork right because i love his art that's what drew me in right and for people who are new to our guitar venture we started off with guitars that had his artwork on it which right. i still want to do right like right. i still want that to be a part of it and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that one guitar that he made that yeah second guitar the one that got me was the the skull that had the horns and right right and to me it's like i owe it to him Right, he lit that spark. Right, he made me want to actually say, "Man, maybe we could do this." You know right. what I mean? And that's what's kind of cool too is that, like, <clears throat> for us, venturing from being um, players, lifelong players, to actual like manufacturers, creators. Yeah. So, like, this last year and a half has been a really huge like experimental phase where we're like learning. But at the same time, we're experimenting and we're figuring out what works, what works for us, looking at what the other guys are doing and like, yeah, that's cool. Let me, let's try that. Let's see what works for us and trying to create our own, carve out our own path in the industry rather than just kind of doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. Right, right. Because I mean, you can look on YouTube all you want and there's a lot of amazing guitar builders, luthiers, whatever you want to call them. And they all kind of use the same body, right? Yeah. They use the same easy, easy body. And right. I don't want our... Granted, we do have a couple that are that look like other guitar bodies, but that's what we're trying to get away from. But I, that that's... To me, that's where I want to separate ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, as we're coming to kind of a close, I think 45 minutes is good. I don't know how you feel about that. I could talk to you all day as long as I can gaze into those eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of like this whole podcast idea and, and, you know, a lot of people, I think right now everybody's doing a freaking podcast. They are. And it's, and it's gone to the point where it's like, oh God, just another podcast. But what I want people to understand is that for me personally, Mm -hmm. it, well, number one, the idea to do the podcast was over a year ago and then the pandemic hit and it just became a thing that we were like, well, we got to wait a year or however long this pandemic lasts. Mm-hmm. But I think for us, it's not about like, or at least for me personally, I don't care who really listens to this or watches this. No. To me, I just, one of my favorite things in, in life to do is like to have a conversation with you yeah. and um, being able to capture those conversations and and, and kind of put it up to, yeah. to go back and listen to yeah so this is for me like if people like it great um you know as you can see uh the cadence of the the podcast my dad's outside in the hall 
um, there's really no, we're, we're, it's not about, we're just going to talk about guitars. We're going to talk no. about music. We're going to talk about, no. it's whatever the hell Adrian and I, which we normally get together on Saturday mornings and we just shoot the shit. Yeah. We talk it's, about bands. We talk about life. We talk about anything. Yeah. Anything. We talk about anything. And, and, and I agree with you. I, I, I totally agree with you. I don't want it to, um. Yeah, this is my favorite part of it, right? Just us recording our bullshit conversations because sometimes we make ourselves laugh so hard we can't breathe. You know what I mean? But um, you know, I do. I do want to carry. I, I do want it to have some substance, right? Even though we're not gonna, we don't want to walk into this topic based like, hey, today we're gonna talk about this, or we're gonna talk about that, right? But again, with the half and half, right? Right. This is what I love about you and I being best friends and brothers, but different mentalities in a lot of sense you know people regular people all people they have a tendency to think that they're alone in the world right right and you're not right some of the topics we talk about i feel one way you feel the other way and it's it's like just two different worlds right you and i right same world two different states battling it out letting people know I think the way I think is normal. The way you think is normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's cool about it is that you and I have always had the the relationship to where we're quick to say, let's agree to disagree. Or I totally agree. Or like, hey, I think this way. Check this out. And like we can change each other's yeah. opinions or thoughts. And, right. and that's pretty cool. And yeah. I think that's why we've managed to stay together all these years. Uh, it's because I keep you around. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. I mean, going back to like the podcast thing, like. The other thing, too, is that, like, of course, we're going to talk about music. Mm-hmm. We know music really well. We've been doing it for three freaking decades together. And now you see people doing podcasts um, that, like, get a idea to, like, that all of a sudden they think they're an expert in something. And so yeah. they start to talk about it. And it's like, dude, like, like why? I don't know. Yeah. So I, I feel like it, we're kind of killing two birds with one stone. We get right. to, like record our awesome conversations yeah and we get to talk you know without um what's the word uncensored about music and in every aspect that comes to mind right right yeah for people who think this is just another music channel and all we're going to talk about is music and no it's there's literally no topic i'm going to walk in today and be like whatever right you know this happened to me today or hey you said something the other day that pissed me off why did you say that you know what i mean just to kind of yeah, I don't want to be a one-topic. Yeah, exactly. Right? And yeah. then we're gonna bring people in. Yeah, oh, yeah random people. Random. I want my wife on this show because I want you guys to duke it out on Wait, science. You got married? <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Yeah, well, like we should totally like just bring in people, and I, I like to hear other people's opinions on things. Yeah, let, let me let me put that invitation out there. If anybody wants to come on our podcast, please let us know. Shoot us a message. We be more than happy to have anybody i would say i wouldn't turn anybody down you just got to meet one criteria you got to be really ridiculously good looking (laughs) and you have to like dumb and dumber oh yeah if you can give me two quotes on dumb and dumber i'll let you in you know a lot of people go out and they throw out dumb and dumber quotes all the time and it just annoys the hell out of me but I think it's just because that that movie is so meaningful to it us. It is, and that, yeah, that and was like that was like in the beginning of our our friendship. Was like I think 
we watched that movie and we're like, this is so stupid yeah. that we love it. Yeah. And we're so stupid that we love each other. And actually, you showed... I, I had never seen the movie. The movie had already been out for years. And you had Only mentioned... movie to this day that I've gone to the movie theater twice to see. Only movie? Only movie. You are... <laughs> Look, actually, it's a funny thing. This shot glass that I had my supplements in, it says red rum on it. Mm-hmm. I actually bought that at the hotel that they filmed Dumb and Dumber in. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. So... Uh, Anyways. Dude, you don't... That's so crazy to me. Only movie. Only movie. Well, you know what's even weirder to me, real quick, and this could be another podcast, the fact that you don't like Marvel movies. Oh, me and my wife and my kids, dude, we go, we'll go watch a movie. We love it so much, we're back the next day. Half and half, man. <laughs> I hate them with a passion, and that's definitely an entire episode. Oh, dude, it is. <sighs> All right, Batch. Well, I think we can wrap up our first of many yes um because of your weird schedule hopefully we can do another one in the next couple of weeks we're gonna do one yeah we'll do next we'll, we'll talk about the schedule. yeah but yes absolutely so if you actually stuck around and listened through this whole thing awesome thank you if not you're not gonna hear this anyway you can go to hell <laughs> but um i think we're gonna get to writing some music or something or we're gonna go cuddle uh I'm, i vote for cuddle. oh speaking of that real quick you know what we need to do tony hawk they just came out. They oh, redid Tony Hawk shit. one and two. Oh, we got to get on that. That's another story. Yeah, another time. Yeah. So um, thank you for listening. Whoever stuck around the whole time, um, good things to come. Again, don't think this is just a music channel. It's not gonna be. It's everything. We're gonna talk about everything: yep. politics, religion, philosophy, bands, food. I can't wait for the politics talk. Actually, I, you're gonna. I don't really care. <laughs> that that's why I want that conversation because I want to. You don't care. I don't care. It don't bother me. I'm a I'm an, I'm a stay in my lane type of dude, right? Yeah. If I say red and you say blue, I don't care. I still think it's red. If what I say at the end of the day makes you lose sleep, I feel bad for you because I go home whistling Dixie because I I don't care. Yeah. You're not gonna change my mind. I think we need to bring some people in for that one. But anyhow. Yeah. All right. Thank You're, you guys so much for watching. Thank you, everybody. All right. Bye. Bye.